1: Captain Joe, where you at? Captain Joe, Paging and Captain Joe. Welcome to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM 560. AM. I'm your host, John Anthony. We are on Lake Michigan on the Free Spirit Cruises, uh, yacht, having a great time. There's so many people. I believe they said 80, 90 people are on the boat right now. If, you, if you are. You will miss a great event because you're not here. You didn't come. Uh, I'm not sad. I'm not sorry. Uh, Mark Vargas, what's up, brother? Hey,
2: it's good to be here, man. Thanks for having me. I don't think
1: his mic is on. Oh, that's okay.
2: There we are. We
1: back? Yeah. Nope. Nope, we're not. Well, until we get that worked out. Hey, guys, listen up. Today, everybody know what today is, right? Uh-oh. Today is Patriot Day. It's known as Patriot Day to some, and it's known as the day that America really changed how we looked at foreign adversaries and how we looked at um, Osama bin Laden. But I think sometimes, I think we forgot what has happened um, on the Faithful day of 9-11. Um, I, I'll never forget where I was. I was teaching um, at risk youth, 16 to 21 right here in Chicago, not too far from here, at a company called Safer Foundation. We had a little young student named David come running into class saying, we're under attack. And one of the first things we said to him was, shut up, go sit down. Because, you know, he's like, dude, what are you, what are you talking about? So he says, no, 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 turn on the television, turn on the television. We are being attacked right now. So we turned on the television and we saw the first plane hit. Uh, I'm sure all of you have a story just like that. You, you, no, know, everybody remembers where they were on September 11th because it was it, it left such an indelible mark of uh, when you look at what happened. I was talking to somebody earlier today. They said they were getting goosebumps just thinking about what happened on September 11th. Uh, so before we get started on the show, I I, I love. I'd love to start off with the Pledge of Allegiance because I, I think we're we we, 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 we we're losing what it means to be Americans today. We really are. We're not willing to fight for her. And so today I want to start off by giving the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Who wants to do? Who wants to lead us? First hand I see up. Come on. Julie Rimke from Rimke's Garage, also a sponsor of today's... There's Captain Joe. There's Captain Joe. All right, Captain Joe. That's enough. We don't. We, we're going to say the Pledge of Allegiance, Captain Joe. All right, Miss Rymski, go ahead and start us off. I
0: pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
1: Hey, hey. Hail, we love we love this country, guys. Mark, are we we back? I think we're back. I think we're back. Mark, yeah, I mean, you, you're, you're somebody who you served under two presidents. You've you've been part of the Department of Defense as a civilian. You've been in Iraq 14. Hope I'm right. 14 different times, correct? When you look at and you think about what happened in Afghanistan the last month. As somebody that's been there and you've seen the sacrifice, you've seen the men and women who've who've given all, what, how does that make you feel as somebody who, who understands what's happening over there? How does that make you feel? And, and, and why is it important that people really need to understand that what happened in Afghanistan is is, is what's not good?
2: No. And, and Americans that are old enough will remember where you're at when President Kennedy was assassinated. When... Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated September 11th. And another day that will live in infamy is in Afghanistan and the failed withdrawal. It's heartbreaking. We're going to see soldiers now commit suicide from this. And we're already seeing a soldier who committed suicide, I think, in Pennsylvania, in a cemetery. And what's happening, and I always tell people, you have to warn, we need to have, we need to balance arguing for the withdrawal from Afghanistan, which was... Should have happened, but we can't discount and discredit the work that our brave men and women, for 20 years, served in combat. Yeah. And that's a real delicate balance. But yeah. their service and sacrifice to our country, uh, we're, we're free because of them. Yeah. Home of the free, because land of the land of the brave, because home of the free. Yeah. And God bless them.
1: And, and I, I heard, guys. I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to give them away because I'm. going to hold that segment. But I heard the conversation that you were having with somebody that I that I invited on to the to the boat today because I really. Uh, although we we clash a lot, you, you still learn from people you clash with, and I, and I learned a lot from him. Um, I learned what not to believe. <laughs> <laughs> he look at look how he's looking at me right now. Uh, he's looking at me like whatever, John. Um, but I, I, when I look at right now, there's still Americans behind enemy lines. Yes, there are. You ever thought you see a president that would rescue? People that are not, that don't belong to our country before they rescued people that were, that, that were, even though they helped us, don't get me wrong, God bless them. But we're talking about Americans
2: still behind enemy lines today. Yep. we we impeached Bill Clinton over an affair. President Clinton was impeached over a conversation, perfectly vivo conversation with the Ukrainian president. What Joe Biden has done in Afghanistan is beyond impeachable. Yeah. And we don't negotiate with terrorists. And that's exactly Reason. what he did. Yeah. So I, I, I interviewed
1: um, Congressman um, Darren LaHood and Congressman Mike Boss a couple of weeks ago. Right. And one of the things I, 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 I wanted to know from them was, have we started the articles of impeachment? And they said, well, no one. There, there's people that are talking about it. I do know that, was it Blinken, Secretary Blink, Blinken? They have started articles of impeachment against Secretary Blinken. But guess what? That's not the, that's not the, the buck doesn't stop with him. Joe Biden said, you know, when I'm president, the buck will stop with me. So why hasn't, why hasn't, this is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be careful with my words. But this is the problem with Republicans. They don't understand that mentality to take people out when you have it because they're, they like to play it safe. Why are we playing this safe right now at the moment?
2: You know, it's mind-boggling. Republicans don't know how to fight. And that's why we love Donald Trump so much, because Donald Trump fought. And he fought hard and he dug in his heels. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. This is is treason. 85, think about this, John, $85 billion of U.S. military equipment, planes, helicopters are in the hands of terrorists. Yeah. And what concerns me the most is not necessarily the equipment that's there, but our communication system. That's classified. So now our adversaries, the Chinese, the Iranians, the Russians, they're analyzing that, so they're going to know how we communicate on the ground, in the air. And now they figure out with our body armor and our our vehicles, where we're vulnerable for future attacks. So moving forward, we're at high risk.
1: Really quickly, Eric, how much time I got? Um, When I I think about Three minutes, two minutes. When I let's really quickly, when I think about what the, this quick withdrawal did for the likes of China, do you think that's more important? I mean, could that be what? Because when you look about what happened with his son on China's payroll, how? What's the importance of China's people in Afghanistan now? What do they possess now by being in there? First, the first country to say, "Hey, yep, the Taliban, we're with you."
2: Yeah. In fact, the Chinese uh, or the Taliban m- Secretary of State, their version met in China with Chinese government officials and they're going to be recognizing, you know, besides China probably buying up all of Hunter Biden's crappy art, <laughs> they're 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 going to be investing significantly in Afghanistan because their economy is going to absolutely collapse. Yeah. Uh, and so they they're they're schmoozing the Chinese because they need Chinese money. And this just creates another strong adversary for the United States. It's and, a very dangerous situation. And,
1: and Afghanistan also has a lot of minerals, um, what, what, what the stuff that makes the batteries, lithium, lithium uh, right. copper, uh, just a lot of natural resources. I mean, and we just left
2: 20 years, and we have nothing to show for it, Mark. No, I mean, Barack Obama, after we took out bin Laden, they should have figured out a drawdown. But we've wasted trillions and trillions of dollars. We've lost service members, and it's just a tragic situation. But it's time for Joe Biden to be removed from office, forcibly removed from office. Who you got coming on the show tomorrow? We're going to be talking. I've got some other special guests, but we're going to be dedicating it to 9-11. Yeah, I love it.
1: I
3: love it. We good?
1: All right. Mark, you... We have to fix this issue. We have to fix this problem. And the way we fix this problem, thanks, uh, Hoff Daddy. The way we fix this problem is 2022 elections are coming up. You're darn right. And if if, 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 if we want to change what's happening in Afghanistan, we want to change the, our foreign policy, whatever, we have to elect people. I'm not saying Democrat or Republican, people. Who want to make sure that we get to the point where we're strong and America? And they know that America is exceptional. Hey, you're listening to Black and Right Radio on AM 560 The Answer. I'm John Anthony. We'll be right back.
0: Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560 The Answer.
1: Welcome back to Black and the Right on AM 560 The Answer. We are on Lake Michigan. Hey, you guys having a good time? Woohoo! There's a lot of good food. I want to thank the sponsors to, that made this happen: Matrix Home Solutions. Uh, where's my buddy Gary Carr? Gary, thanks so much for sponsoring Rimkey's Garage, uh, the Shrimp Barn for providing the food, uh, PJ and tax Where's PJ and Tax at? Woohoo! Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Um, Nick Richmond, hey, President hey. CEO of Matrix Home Solutions, also now founder of the the Freedom Initiative. I got somebody that you know very well on the
3: phone today. So why don't you go ahead and introduce him? Well, I'm pretty sure the man on the phone here is none other than my wingman, my mentor, Lieutenant Colonel Waldo, the Wingman Waldman. Yes, right. Lieutenant Colonel, how you doing? I'm doing great,
4: Nick and John. Hey, great to hear from you guys. Can
3: you hear me? Hey, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, we can hear you. I'm staring at your flyer right now. (laughs) Celebrate the American Dream. He's going to be speaking with Kaylee McEnany, Dan Bongino, Dinesh D'Souza, Sheriff Sheriff Clark. Amazing, amazing job, and of course, Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, I'm I'm still looking forward to that. Motivator
4: thanks Nick I'm looking forward to that it's going to be uh, 9 October in Jacksonville so if you guys are looking to uh, continue the Sun initiative head on out there and, uh, and support the, that freedom movement I know you're passionate about that Nick and I love what you're doing as well
1: yeah hey well listen you know I, I was in the first segment we were talking about what's ha- what happened in Afghanistan uh, I don't know if you served actually in Afghanistan or Iraq um, but when you look at what's what happened what is your message to those soldiers that went out? Because we, we have to remind them and let them know this isn't their fault. What is your message to those men and women who served for the last 20 years uh, over in Afghanistan? Um, what is your message of comfort
4: to them? And so, Can you hear me? I, I have, I, yeah, I, I hear you. Can you hear me okay? I think there's yeah, just a okay, little delay. Have. So it's a great question It's it's a question I ask myself Look, I I flew combat in Iraq uh, A lot of things behind the scenes I was also in Kosovo uh, Had missiles launched on the You know, saw my life flash before my eyes And and, and some of my wingmen actually get shot down Including the former chief of staff of the Air Force uh, uh, Dave Goldstein But when when you look at what's going on in the world today I I have a saying Winners focus on targets Survivors focus on threats Winners focus on relationships, on the good, and survivors focus on the bad. It's extremely unfortunate when you look at the world today as we commemorate 9, 11, 20 years, we think about those that were lost on that day and those thousands that were lost fighting to gain back that credibility and freedom, which was uh, attempted to be taken away from us. You have to understand, number one, you know, you make a commitment, you raise your right hand, it's an honorable thing. Sometimes life And combat are gonna suck it's part of the price we pay it's part of the sacrifice but number two if you want to double down on what's really good in the world you have to shield yourself from the chaos that's going on in the world I mean I love how you and Nick and me for that matter we we, you got to stand up and fight your last guest said that Republicans don't fight enough my wife is saying that today with me we were watching watching it's like the Democrats are sneaky they're they're vindictive. They're always focused on negativity. Yeah. Republicans and conservatives, for that matter, are focused on doing the work, doing the hard work that no one else will stand up to do. So, soldiers, you keep doing the good work. It's going to be chaos and bullshit, but at the end of the day, you have to fight the honorable fight and realize that the stars and stripes, that people like you and Nick and, and a majority of the Americans, I believe, understand the principles and you got to focus on them and stay true to your colors because if you lose the sight of a soldier, as a veteran, then I think that's a slow and tedious descent to irrelevancy for our country.
3: Waldo, well, I'd be interested to get wow. your take on our commander-in-chief's words the other day, especially to employers like me who have over 100 employees, the order he put forth. Well, How is that sitting with you at this moment, and where do you think we go from here?
4: So it doesn't sit right with me. And I understand from a, from a contextual perspective what he's trying to do. And I also understand a lot with many liberal mindsets and, and Democrats are trying to do. Many of them are idealistic. And I respect idealism as long as they're doing it with integrity and honor. However, what I believe that, that Biden is doing and many of the supporters it is not constitutional. It yeah. doesn't endorse and promote the foundational elements of our country's freedoms, and it's simply wrong. Yeah. So you can be idealistic, but you still have to uh, 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 assimilate the laws and values of our country, which I believe are being deteriorated by, by his actions in many ways.
3: Well, Waldo, you're a man of honor, and you know I respect you immensely, and we have a great relationship. How would you, as my mentor advise me to respond to that because you know how I feel about the matter. <laughs> what would you tell me to do in this moment?
4: Okay, so so you know, leaders build teams, one handshake, one relationship at a time. We do it in small communities and then we start expanding our influence. I think you have to do what you are doing and what John is doing for that matter. And a lot of many you know, of the great Americans who behind the scenes are planting that flag of honor and and patriotism and and fundamental conservative values that I believe are important. And so don't worry about changing the world. Don't worry about changing the president. Change and fight for the immediacy of the relationship of the people that are working with you. Don't, Don't handle any infractions on values and integrity. Do what you're doing. Go up into these small little town hall meetings and plant your flag and fight and speak and, and roll and influence and be willing to have conversations. Do it in your own communities. Don't worry about what's going on in the news. Keep fighting and, and slowly and surely you're building that influence that's going to truly make an impact. It's like a mini positive wow. virus that will eventually spread.
1: And, and Waldo, we, we got to get you here from the for the Freedom Initiative yes. to be one of our speakers because we need men who are who are not afraid to speak truth to power, and men who men of integrity and who are not cowardly. I think uh, we we have too many people who are so afraid of, of the council culture. Um, speak to that. How do we? How do? How do we? How do you fight against the cancel culture, especially like people, leaders like yourself, leaders like Nick, who uh, Nick has shown, uh, you know, he's not afraid and he'll fight back and push back against this cancel culture. How do? How do we fight back against this this silencing of, of, of anybody that has a different perspective? What if you were out there and you gave you had to give out give a plan to somebody? What would you tell them?
4: Man, I could, I could talk about this for an hour, but, but what, what's coming up for me is to build your arsenal. And what I mean by that is you don't go to battle with a 9-millimeter gun and nobody on your team behind you. Because if you, become, if you, if you get shot at or, or have to defend yourself, you have nobody there to support you. You have nothing to fall back on. And many Americans, I believe, are afraid to say something because they haven't invested in building their arsenal, their weapon systems, their defense forces of relationships, of success, of, uh, uh, of security through, their, through their, their, you know, positive capitalistic inventions. The reason why Nick, I respect Nick so much is that he's so successful in his company. I don't tell you, you know, growing up in Flint, Michigan and all the suffering that he did, you know, He he earned his wings. He sacrificed. He executed, he executed on the principles of patriotism and Americanism. He became successful. And when you're successful, you you can risk losing something because you have an arsenal behind you. Wealth, relationships, your church, or whatever it is. So, start digging your well and building your arsenal. Stop worrying about changing the world. Execute on the principles. Keep, keep building your success. Build that, that, that structure, that background, so that you can now go and fight and lose some battles, right? You've got to be willing to lose some battles and ultimately uh, win the long war. But you can always fight a battle unless you've invested the, the time to build your army, your arsenal, and your team of wingmen.
1: Yeah. Um, Lieutenant Colonel, we have we have about 30 seconds. Um, why don't you plug your book and the event you got coming up?
4: Okay, yeah. So, so thanks, first and foremost, those that are investing the their time to listen today. It's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful day to double down on our relationships and our freedoms. So my New York Times bestseller is Never Fly Solo. Uh, but, uh, you could go to yourwingman.com, yourwingman.com, Google Waldo Waldman on social media, etc. And finally, if you want a free audiobook download of Never Fly Solo, uh, text the word Wingman, W-I-N-G-M-A-N, to the number 44222. Text the word Wingman to 44222. I'll give you a free copy of the New York Times bestseller and you can share it with your family and friends and, uh, and reinforce some of the principles we spoke about today.
1: And the event is Friday, October 19th, uh, the 8th no, no, and the 9th October in Jackson- I'm
4: yeah. sorry, yeah, 8th and, the 8th and 9th, it's a two-day event. Most of the stuff's going on in the 9th. Uh, it's uh, in Jacksonville, Florida. There's going to be a few thousand people there. It's going to be sold right. out. We got John so, and I
3: so, got to so come down,
1: down there, Waldo. Yeah, we, we go. got to go. But Lieutenant Colonel Waldo, um, thanks so much for joining us. You're listening to Black and White on Lake Michigan. We'll be right back.
5: <laughs>
0: Black and right with John Anthony on AM five sixty, the answer.
1: Welcome back to Black and Right on AM five sixty, the answer. I'm your host John Anthony. We are on Lake Michigan with the Black and Right boat crews. Hoff Daddy, thank you so much, man. You are you are making this easy. E, you're the man as always. You know that, Eric. <laughs> hey, I come up with nicknames. Come on, man. E, uh, you know what? Z right, you know what? Jimmy Connemus was a sponsor of the show, right? Let me let me tell you guys this quick story. So Jimmy Connemus was late. Where's Jim? Jim? Jimmy Connemus was late coming to the boat. We we had taken off. You know, I'm tell you this is what happens when you sponsor the Black and White Radio Show. We came back to get no man left behind. We we're not like Joe Biden. We don't leave people behind the enemy line. The lines at the enemy line. So we went back and got my buddy Jimmy Connemore, and he's now on the boat enjoying himself with us. Uh, Nick. Yes, sir. So let's talk about it. Let's do it. The Freedom Initiative. Where do I begin? Let's talk about, you know, I, I remember the first event we did. I remember we were sitting there planning the first event, and what, we had about 120, 140 people? Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: It, has it shocked you that you went from that first event into the last event you had, and it was like close to 500
3: people there? Not really. I mean, obviously being close to my community and, and, you know, knowing a lot of people who are of like mind, I had a pretty good feeling that many of the parents of young children were feeling the way that I feel, which is that Governor Pritzker's orders are unlawful and, you know, in a lot of ways, our kids are getting completely damaged right now by what's happening. So when you begin to mess around with people's children, I think you're going to find that a lot of people are going to come out of the woodwork in ways like they've never seen before. Yeah. So, no, it doesn't surprise me. So, why did you start it? What, what, what's the
1: purpose and what's the mission of, of what you're trying to do with the Freedom Initiative?
3: Well, it's it's turned into more than what I really, originally expected. Initially, I just wanted to get a group of, of parents together in a room, give them some resources to learn and understand about what they can do to push back and fight against the atrocities that we're seeing in schools. And now it's morphed into a political action committee with FLEX, so we're going to have a whole bunch of different initiatives that we're going to advocate for. Anything and everything that touches protecting and preserving freedom is what we intend to do. And right now my mission is just to build a large flock of like-minded individuals, get as many people together as we can in unison so that we're prepared for the next battle. Because right now we are at war. This is a war, ladies and gentlemen. Um, You know, we are in war. And I don't think people realize that because we don't see tanks rolling down the street. We don't see bombers. Flying overhead, right. so it's not as obvious. It's a much more sophisticated war that we're in, and, and I don't want and to and sit a, techn- in a s- technological war. Yeah, and I, and I think, thankfully, due to the American dream, I've had the fortune to have a great life beyond my expectations. And I want to protect that for my children and their children and their children after that. Yeah. And I care about my community. I care about my friends and their children. And when I look into the eyes of their children, I feel an obligation to work hard, to be to be a leader, and to try to wake up the, the, I'm not really worried about trying to get the sheep right now. I'm trying to get yeah. the lions together. Yeah. Let's yeah. get the lions together.
1: So you got an event coming up. You want to talk about that?
3: Yes, sir. We're going to be at the uh, Meridian uh Maria and Banquets Rolling Meadows. This upcoming Thursday the sixteenth from five thirty to nine PM. We have a fantastic lineup of speakers who are gonna be there. Of course John Anthony, yeah. our MC. Yeah, can't wait. We have uh Dr. Bradley Campo who's gonna be there, who's a very well followed, holistic uh, doctor. We have uh Tom DeVore, of course, who will be there who's being uh he's on the forefront of fighting these legal oh battles. Yes, and he is. He is the hardest working man in the legal game right now. He will be there to speak from the stage. We have room for a thousand people. So the goal is to pack that thing yeah. and to get as many people together. Where do as people you can. go to purchase tickets? Or you can visit our website freedominitiative.net and you'll see the link to the event. It is uh, an Eventbrite uh, hosted platform. We are giving away some drink vouchers. We're going to have a networking event to kick things off for the first hour, just to give people the chance to sit and talk. What time does it start again? 5:30 p.m. Meridian. Banquets in Rolling Meadows. All right. Uh Nick, thanks so much for joining
1: Black and White right today, brother. You of are. You hey, are, thank you, you for, for everything. No we, problem. We came
3: a long way since we met at the Freedom
1: Summit, huh? What <laughs> you just went? What year ago? Coming up in October. It's <laughs> amazing how that works, John <laughs>
3: Anthony. I appreciate everything you do, my friend. No problem. Thank you, brother. Thanks for having me. All right, guys. You know, there's so
1: many people. There's so many people just standing up, and and Nick Nick has a lot to lose. He has a he has a thriving um, business with Matrix Home Solutions. They're also a sponsor of this show. He has a lot to lose, but yet he's still out there willing to f- get willing to put that on the line to fight to fight back and push back against the tyranny that's happening not just in the state of Illinois, but in, in most of America. Uh, I want to welcome to 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 Black and Right. Welcome back to Black and Right. Uh, he's been he's been a guest co-host with me. Uh Franchi. Are you, are you, what, what would your title be at Next News Network? President, CEO of Next News Network or? Uh, I just prefer Lordship. No North- or, uh, lead anchor, lead anchor, executive
6: producer, chief cook, oh, sure. so you got you wear a lot of lot of
1: titles, a lot of hats.
6: Right? You have to, yeah. you know, and when you're when you're a small operation and you're trying to have a big impact, you you've got to wear a lot of hats, and that's what we do. You know, we crank out uh, what about 15 videos a day. I've got an excellent staff of technological people, wizards. My guy Brian in the back. I mean, he does amazing things. Uh, the people that select our news stories you know our sponsors everything Everything is uh, working, you know,
1: and we make we make a lot of noise and yeah. we make a lot of news. Yeah. So so September 11th, yeah. Remember where, where were you? What was, I when, was when that date happened? And yeah. You look at what's happened in the past 20 years. There, what are your thoughts on that?
6: Well, I was driving down Gulf Road. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was heading eastbound. I was heading to uh, Evanston. I was actually going to be working there as a security officer and. Uh, Uh, in a a parking garage yeah in Evanston really yeah so I remember that day vividly I was listening to Mancow on the way to work and I heard him talking about these planes hitting the towers and I said to myself "Uh, this is another Mancow prank you know he's just he's just he's just having fun on the Yeah. and sure enough that wasn't the case when I got to work We only had the radio. We didn't have TVs. Right. So for the first four hours until it was time for lunch, I had to listen to all this on the radio. Yeah. Which was remarkable because there's so, I mean, the the visuals from the day are so vivid and real. I mean, fireballs and people jumping from buildings. And, and the Pentagon and, and Shanksville and all these things were happening. Dear God, yeah. And I couldn't see it uh, until my lunch break. Yeah. And then we went to lunch. I saw it. Went to the hotel next door, watched it all, and uh, started crying right there with hundreds of people gathered around television. And then I walked to the top of the parking garage where yeah. I was working, and I remember looking south at the city of Chicago, looking at the skyline, wondering if I was going to see a fireball hit. Which is which is what was reported that yeah. one of the flights yes. were headed to the Sears Tower. Yes. Right? Oh. So that's where I was
1: that day and it changed my life forever. Yeah. When you look at the, you know, the last 20 years of Afghanistan you've seen the abrupt withdrawal. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, wh- what are your thoughts about that? Yeah. Well, I think it's tough
6: that we from office uh, through any legal process that we have, any legal remedy that we have. Yeah. I think that with everything that's going wrong in the country right now, I mean, just look at the economics, look at the gas prices, inflation jobs. I mean, they're constantly p- putting stimulus after stimulus up there. but yeah. keeping people home, keeping people unemployed. Now they're going to do mandated vaccines for businesses with uh, more than 100... 100- well, you know what?
1: Let's, let's, let's park let's yeah. Park. Let's park right there. Did you ever think you'd see the government... Forcing people to take something because I don't say it because I mean you know about you can't mean somebody just being on YouTube you know the certain words you just don't say. But is but but did you ever think you would see force from government to put something in your body that has a ninety nine point nine percent chance of survivability? Did you you ever? thought the two would be in the same sentence no i never did but you know i've made i made a documentary back when uh,
6: i think it was the swine flu yeah uh, a couple many, many years ago it was called enemy of the state camp thema Two, and we actually played out these scenarios where you have the national guard rolling out yeah. and they're actually doing these vaccination centers um so i mean we kind of we've been talking about these things for a long long yeah. time yeah. and yeah. now we have the perfect storm where you have a pandemic yeah you have uh, the the economic oppression People are people are scared and they're willing to give up their freedoms and you know what happens when you give up your freedoms. Yeah. I mean Thomas Jefferson told us, he says, you know, if you're willing to give up your freedoms, you don't deserve that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For, for just for a little bit of security? Yeah. No, no, no. We don't yeah. need that. Yeah. It's it's time for Americans to stand up and Biden is giving everybody a wake up call. Yeah. Every single day. And Afghanistan was a wake
1: up call yeah. for all Americans. But, but but when you look at there's just nobody, except if, if we didn't have these 19 Republican governors, who, who and, 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 this, and then I say out of the 19, five, four or five of them really fight, have fought from day one. Who's standing against the tyranny? Where are the where are the where are the, the 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 culture disruptors, yeah. the citizen warriors, yeah. to say enough? We're not going to take this.
6: Well, we're a polite society, and sadly, um, a lot of people haven't got out of their seats yet. And I hope god that we do because we will not recognize this country in a year okay we gotta take back the house we gotta take back the senate uh, and, and the american people have to be activated to stand and fight for their freedoms yeah, yeah. okay that's the that's,
1: if you don't fight you will lose do you think they re- do, do you think americans realize we're in that fight right now though you think uh, they understand the fight? What the what the battle where the battle lines are drawn? I think there's a there's a percentage of people, people on this
6: boat yeah. they know. We yeah. know we know what's at stake. Yeah. And then you have the people who are just like asleep at the wheel, man. Yeah. They're asleep at the wheel. They don't care. They're gonna go right off that cliff like that lemming, man. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's the rea. That's a sad sad reality. What the hell? Uh, is it,
1: is it, that a, is that a bee? No, no, no. It's something that flew in. It's like something. What the heck? It's like a sack of a bee. Oh my god. <laughs> but, but Gary, yeah. I I I look at I look at how we fight. I look, I, I look at how we're fighting. I think we're fighting on the wrong battlefield. We, we, You know, I, I think sometimes you could be fighting, but you're fighting on the wrong battlefield, or you're not willing to give up certain battles to win the war. And strategically, especially those of us who are center-right, the, 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 the center-left and Democrats, they, they, they get it. They are willing to lose. To win! Whereas those on the center right, they- Oh, we can't. We can't possibly do that. Because, you know, that's not who we are. We're the moral high ground. You know what? America is under attack! Yeah. Well, I, I I look at
6: the GOP today, and I go, how come everyone's not screaming impeachment? How come everyone's not screaming resign? You got a handful, like every single member on the GOP side of Congress should be screaming, yeah. resign, impeach. Yeah, that that should echo and reverberate across yeah. America. Yeah. But where are these people? Because they're bought and paid for. And that's
1: the problem. Because if we don't, hey George, can you play? I believe it's clip uh, audio one. If we don't, we're going to become what Australia is. Listen oh, to what Lord. the Australia. I think he's the premier, the, premier, the PM. George, can you play uh, audio clip one?
7: To protect the health system, we've got everybody locked down. We're going to move to a situation where, to protect the health system, we're going to lock out people who are not vaccinated and can be. If you're making the choice not to get vaccinated, then you're making the wrong choice. You're making the wrong choice and for safety's sake and for the back to that point about how much work our nurses have to do as this becomes absolutely a pandemic of the unvaccinated and we open everything up it's not going to be safe for people who are not vaccinated to be roaming around the place spreading the virus that's what they'll be that's what they'll be doing so there's every reason every reason uh to get vaccinated and there are appointments available and there'll be even more appointments available throughout september october november Let's get to those thresholds as fast as we possibly can. But yes, there's going to be a vaccinated uh, economy and you get to participate that, you get to participate in that if you are vaccinated. Now, that's not right now because, of course, there's many more people who want to get vaccinated than we actually can get through the system. But we're going to get to a point where everybody who can can get vaccinated will have been offered the chance to do so. And we are not going to have a situation, at least not in Victoria, where we lock the whole place down to protect people who won't protect themselves. Please go and get vaccinated.
1: Whoa. What, what, what about therapeutics? What about other things that are working? Only the vaccination. That's the only... And how do we know that the people who are who have gotten the jab are not the ones spreading it the more.
6: I mean, there have been studies that have come out that show that the people who are getting the vaccine are the ones spreading the virus. So, like, you wonder, like, oh, wait, why is there all of a sudden this huge spike Ace. Injecting people with the virus, right. And they're shedding it everywhere they right. go, right? Okay, so it's not a pandemic
1: of the unvaccinated. It's yeah. a pandemic of the vaccinated. But did you hear what he said? Oh, yes. this is going to be a vaccinated economy. So that means you won't be able to buy, sell. You won't be able to do anything unless you're vaccinated. I remember being growing up reading a story about, you know, you won't be able to buy or sell unless you have this mark, this mm-hmm. certain mark. I mean, are we there? Feels like it. I mean, if you can't go and buy or
6: sell without this uh, vaccine passport, sounds pretty close to the mark of the beast to me. I mean, of course, the Bible does say it will be in your right hand. Right. So. How does it get to that point? I mean, what what did John see when he was on the island and he was writing that book? Did he see a vaccine passport? I don't know. But all I can say is, Lord, come quickly because we are in trouble.
1: <laughs> because if he doesn't. But you know what? No, I, you know what I say? Men and women rise up quickly. Because, because the only way we push back against this is we say no. You know, it's t- the time of, 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 of complying, stop testing. If you're out there, stop going to get tested. You know, I'm, I'm, they, they stopped. You said you did a, a documentary, and I know, I know they fact-checked this part, that said that, well, they didn't just stop testing but they stopped with h1n1 they completely stopped testing and then the, but they also said that they came out the final number was 60 million people yeah. had contracted h1n1 yeah and this was killing predominantly kids though at the time right
6: you know test run you know that every time they do these pandemic deals they're seeing how far they could the population and what run is that oh we can get people to mask up. Yeah. All right, all right, we can get people to shut down their businesses, we can get people to
1: surrender their freedoms. Right. Because you are gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. And then the shaming. The shaming oh, the part shaming is the worst. Oh, you don't give a crap you don't care about your fellow man. About the children? The cheering, the cheering. It's the cheering. But this whole shaming people, that has to stop. And but the only way the only way that stops is if we rise up and say we've had enough you I don't just, think we have enough soldiers yet. Oh uh, I think there's enough soldiers,
6: but they just have to have the will to fight. Yeah. to be able to say I will not comp yeah. no, I'm gonna I'm gonna live free. Yeah. That's that, that's that's what people have to they have to make themselves. themselves. Yeah. And if they don't, then they You know what? Then they can be slaves. They will be slaves, and that's all they're going to live for. But
1: wasn't that what America was just maybe ten years ago, where you the whole "my body, my choice" thing? <laughs> I mean, what, what, whatever happened to whatever happened to, to the "my body, my choice"? You tell me.
6: My body, my
1: choice. You know,
6: I think uh, Saki when she was confronted with that on the uh, at the last White House press briefing, she ran away right away when that question was brought up because they don't want to answer it. they don't want to answer it because the hypocrisy is on full display yeah you know you want yeah. they're gonna go down there and they're gonna protest the texas abortion law right right because they want these women to have the right to choose what to do with their body but when it comes time for you to choose what you do with your body, when it comes to vaccinations you don't have that right but then the excuse of they, play the excuse is well, if you don't get vaccinated, then you are
1: now a threat to somebody else. Right. But, but, but but watch That's this. The excuse. But watch this. I think it was Peter Ducey from Fox News during the press conference. He had this to say. Hey, George, play clip seven. He had this to say to, to Psaki. Listen to our answer. The president's announcement
2: yesterday was an effort to empower businesses, to give businesses the tools to protect their workforces. That's exactly what we did. But certainly we want everybody to get vaccinated. And more people are vaccinated, whether they are migrants or whether they are workers, protects more people in the United States.
8: it's a requirement for people at a business with more than 100 people. It is not a requirement for migrants at the southern border. Why?
3: That's correct. Go ahead.
8: Oh, Oh, God.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Oh, God. Oh, that's correct. So, so we're going to force Americans who are, who are, are are daily going out there to make America great. But the people that are coming in our country illegally don't have to get the vaccine. The jab?
6: Are you oh, oh, kidding me? What about the postman? Yeah. The post office. The people who are going door-to-door every day, yeah. right? The ones who are going to every single American house, they don't have to get the vaccine either. Yeah. Are we supposed to be this stupid uh, and this th- gullible? They think that we are, and that's why they continue to play this game. But we are waking up the American people day by day with shows like this, with channels like mine, Yeah. Netflix com YouTube slash NextNewsNetwork.com. We're waking people up by the millions, and we just have to give people the tools, the information to yeah. take action. We have to remind people that they are the strength, they are the
1: power, and they have to rise. And, and, and speaking of that, how do we give the? How do we push out the information when they're silencing us, when they're shutting down our channels, when they're when they're when, you know te- even Telegram, you know? how, how how do we push out information to people in spite of all of that? Well, I always say, you know
6: what? Use a te- use a, te- a text message. Yeah. You know, use email while you- while you still can. Uh, sadly, though, what they're doing what they're doing is, the Biden's administration even said that they're offering, uh text messages. Yeah.
1: Well, wait, did you hear the article where where they want to start looking at what your bank, what's in your bank account, and you won't be able to hold bank oh. accounts because of because of if you don't have the vac, the jab, and all of that? Well, I've you know they, the IRS does.
6: There's a new thing they're trying to push through. The IRS uh, taking a look and having active active monitoring of your bank account if you have more than six hundred dollars in the account. Wait, what? Oh, you didn't hear about this? No. Yeah, active monitoring of your bank account if you have more than six hundred bucks. So they will know all the money. In, all the money out, even your PayPal, all your crypto, everything. Wow. Active monitoring. And that's what Biden is pushing for right now. Uh, I mean, if, if you ask me, that's a clear violation of the Fourth Amendment. Yeah. There's no way that that, that could ever stand. Yeah. Much like this full mandatory vaccination thing for businesses of 100 or more. Yeah. No way. That doesn't, that, there's people pushing back on it. Um. You know, unfortunately, the wheels of justice move slowly. Right. So, you know, we have to, we have, we have to fight while we can with the tools
1: we have. Yeah. Because we don't want it to get to, the next level, yeah. which is not pretty. Well, you heard what most business owners said, we'll see you in court. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of the governors uh, have also, the 19 governors said, okay, we'll see you in court. Yeah. Because this this government overreach uh, throughout America, and then a lot of these, like, like where we're at, look at this, look, at, look how beautiful this place is. Oh, yeah. Look at this, look at this skyline in Chicago. It's Name beautiful. another skyline that's as beautiful as Chicago skyline. No, I don't, I've been through a lot
6: of cities, you know, and I think the fact that we're on this beautiful lake, the architecture here, the history, uh, it's a beautiful place to be. But the sad part is we've got so much corruption that we're dealing with. I mean, people are fleeing this state. Yeah. They're fleeing this state because of taxes and the corruption. Uh, you know, they're going to other states like Florida
1: yeah. or Texas, And this is, this is a huge economic engine of yeah. our state. We're looking at a huge economic engine of our state, and we want to punish We want to punish the people that are here trying to make a living, trying to make, you know, life better for Chicagoans and Illinoisans. But yet we have these dictators and tyrannical people who who are in charge. We have to change that. We can do that in 2022. 2022, we can change out the governor we have here in the state of Illinois. Oh, we need to. We can change out. The mayor that we have, uh, uh, and then in, in 2023, 2024, we can take out the school boards. We can do it if we stand together. And it shows like this on AM
6: 560, people listening, people being invigorated by the message, making it happen,
1: and we will. Gary frenchy president, CEO, uh, water boy, mop-, <laughs> mop up man for Next News Network. Thanks That's so me. much for joining Black and Right Radio. Thank you, John. Hey, you listen to John Anthony live on Lake Michigan, Jet Hop Daddy, thank you so much. We'll be right back.
0: Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer.
1: I'm coming in. Yeah,
5: coming
1: in. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and Right Radio. We are on Lake Michigan. Cruising the lake, we're right now, we're right past, uh, what's this place called here, Navy Pier. We're, we're right alongside of Navy Pier, going right by. I just saw, there's somebody on my boat, Mel- uh, Melvin. I saw that shirt from afar, it says, I'm black and I don't hate white people or any other race of people. What does it say on the back? Love one another. That's what I'm talking about. And are those shirts you sell or you can create those shirts? Oh, I love that, I love that concept. I have the white counterpart as well i'm white and i don't hate black people or
9: any other race of people love one another on the back of that
1: one i love it man thanks so much man i just wanted to i I saw the shirt saw the message yeah thank you thank you Uh, so we have we have on the line uh, my good friend, uh, somebody who, who really understands um, Illinois government and understands policy better than probably anybody that I know. Ted Toborowski, president of Wirepoints. To Wirepoints. Welcome back to Black and Right.
10: Hey, thanks, thanks John. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing well. Ted, I mean, there's. I mean, we can really start anywhere when it comes to what's been happening here in the state of Illinois. But I want to talk about real, real quick about the uh, energy bill. That you know, as I said on the 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 energy committee, um, what what was in the bill? It's it's, to me now. The the one thing that I probably would have been supportive of was the um, the um, comment. I mean, the uh, echelon because. I had three nuclear power plant, power plants in my district, but I would have to see what that language said for them. What's in this 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 clean energy bill? Because, as some would call it, uh, the green energy deal.
10: Oh, no. Yeah, you know, there's there's a little bit of everything for everybody. It's uh it's a pretty phenomenal bill, and you know, let me let me start off by saying that it's really difficult for for the ordinary person to know what the heck is going on here because you've got. You know, the, the green lobby massively pushing for more and more of, you know, green energy. Uh, you know, a lot of them don't even like the nuclear. Uh, they want to shut down the coal. And, you know, we've got a lot of coal in Illinois. And uh, and then you've got a lot of people pushing for subsidies for, you know, things like electric cars. And so there's a big big fight to get everything you want in there. Uh, you know, but also labor wants to keep their jobs. And so what I you know my first point about this bill is that God knows what's really in it and God knows whether it's good for Illinois or not. Uh most likely from everything we know it's gonna get end up with more costs for Illinois. But uh, you know, I think I think what happens is it, the nuclear plants are protected. There's a seven hundred million dollar subsidy for for excellence nuclear plants. Uh and then it forces the uh the electric sorry, the um, coal coal uh, producers to shut down a couple of plants by by 2045, uh, with with a schedule wow. that kind of brings down their the production. So net net, it's it's going to be messy. I hope I hope it doesn't screw up Illinois, and I hope it doesn't uh, lead us to having brownouts because we shut down things faster than we can replace them with 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 their clean energy uh, goals.
1: Yeah, and, and now let's 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 shift because I saw the um, um, Susana Mendoza g- going around. Oh. Wow. Hey, Ted, let me, we, we gotta come back from break. Because sure. um, I wanna talk to you about Susanna Mendoza because I saw that she was going around uh, with a victory lap about we're within certain amount of money as far as pay, um, old bills. Um, let's talk about it. let's dig deeper into that because she, that didn't just happen because of her or because of, of 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 the governor. That happened because of something that came from the federal government. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back from break. Is that all right, Ted? Yeah,
10: that's perfect. All right,
1: hey, you listening to Black and White on AM five six zero? answer we are on Lake Michigan. If you're out there, if you see us out, give us a, a shout out. You wave at us, yell at us. And say hi. Uh, we'll be right back.
5: We'll We now return to Black and White on AM560. The Answer. Here's John
0: Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White on AM560. The Answer.
1: I'm your host, John Anthony. We are on Lake Michigan, waving at the folks at Navy Pier. Nobody's waving back at us. <laughs> I got my buddy the troublemaker sitting across from me.
5: Uh, troublemaker, you okay? I'm doing great. Are you enjoying yourself? I'm having a ball. You should hear the conversations I'm having. Oh, I've been watching. Off of the mic. Oh, I, I actually I I kind of sort of can hear yeah.
1: because you guys have been so loud. So I'm uh, <laughs> I am so I apologize. No, you know kidding. me and my voice. You are. Uh, before the break we were talking with Ted Dabrowski from Wire Points. Uh, Ted, you know, I I saw um um Susanna one talking about, and the governor kind of mentioned it too in one of his press conferences, about how Illinois, I think they said what they're within striking distance of paying back all of the bills. Now, I look at COVID, I look at how, you know, so many businesses have gone out of business, and I say to myself, well, could, did the businesses, did the tax receipts pay that, or did we get a bailout from the federal government? that they've been able to help, that has been able to offset a lot of the losses that Illinois has lost tax revenue. What are are your thoughts about that, Ted?
10: Oh, I I, think you've nailed it, uh, John. Look, um, we were in huge trouble before before COVID came along. The state was in trouble. Chicago was in trouble. We couldn't pay our bills. And then, uh, as you mentioned, uh, COVID came along. And you're going to hear Governor Pritzker and Mendoza and all those others celebrate how well they've managed through COVID and how they got the, the bill backlog paid down and all that. But the reality is, is we had massive infusions of federal money. You know, the state, the state got tons of money, billions of dollars. The city's got billions of dollars. Education got billions of dollars. Individuals got all those uh, checks uh, for not being in work uh, or just, just checks in general, right? Yeah. So. All kinds of money came in and that's really what right. bailed out Illinois. Pritzker, Pritzker and the, and the legislature have done zero to make Illinois better. It's all because the federal government, you know, pumped in tons of money. Correct.
1: And I'm sure wire points, I, I mean, you, I know you guys can't get involved politically, but how, how do you... How does how does is somebody that's running for office craft that message, who's, especially somebody who's running in 2022, to craft a message that says, wait a minute, this was not leadership that did this. This was a bailout that happened that allowed this to happen.
10: Well, yeah, it's a huge opportunity for, for anybody, on you know, a Democrat or a Republican to run on against Pritzker, because Pritzker, you know, had, had some of the toughest lockdowns in the country. They, they lasted for the longest time. He's still running the, the uh, government on executive orders. Um, it's just wrong. And and he's going to act like he did it well when, in fact, it's all these billions of dollars that came in. So any Republican that's running should be able to message that. Any Democrat who opposes Governor Pritzker should be able to message the same thing. Uh, It's been massive federal ballots. And don't forget... This isn't free money from the federal government. Each and every one of us will have to pay it through either you know, higher taxes or inflation. Um, you know, this is our own money that, that we've been bailed out with, and we're going to have to pay it back in some you know, ugly way in the future.
5: Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question. This is Verlon. How you doing? Hey man. Can you just tell the American people that they're lying? This this bailout money that they're getting is just a band-aid because between the city and the state, they got to divide it up. This is just a band-aid to kick the can down the road. The bills aren't being paid it's just being pushed off to another date and my second question to you is that energy bill that you all are talking about is it a detriment or a plus for illinois
10: well on the first part you're absolutely right this is nothing more than a short-term can kick look it's billions of dollars but nothing is being done about our pension uh, pension bills we're still racking them up even you know record levels every year we are doing nothing about our property tax bills and so this money comes in, people will spend it, in about two years it will all be gone, and our fiscal cliff, which will be even bigger than, will, will still be there. And so you're absolutely right, uh, this is not, th- there's really no truth being told about anything other than, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna hide behind all these billions of dollars that came in. As to your, as to your second question, uh, second I, I tell it, it's, it's hard right. to know. It's hard to know on that energy bill. What we do know is that um, we'll be paying more for our energy, and and our energy will probably become more risky um, going forward as as we force coal to close down, and we hope that energy takes its place. Right. And
1: Ted, you know, you know, one thing I'm always a stickler about and I always want to every time you come on the show, I'm, I'm going to just pose this question. When you look on top of all, all that we just talked about, is, is, has anybody started the conversation about what we do with the pensions yet? Because, I mean, everything else is mute, mute, mute. It's it's, it's mute. Because if we don't deal with the, the, the pension crisis, I think we're going to have a big. On our hands when it comes to government. What are your thoughts?
10: Oh, no, that's absolutely right. The, the, the debts are so big now. You know, each household in Illinois, is going to start getting close to a hundred thousand per household of what they're on the hook for, and um, you know that, that means massively higher taxes. A lot of people won't stick around to pay for it, and, and that's going to be, create the yeah. crisis. The problem is nobody wants to talk about it right now, John, because we got all that all that yeah. federal money and it's hiding the problem in the short term.
5: Oh, well, you know what? I'd like to get down to the there there. What? So Ted,
10: go ahead, Ted.
5: What was the, what was the uh, question? Listen, I like to get to the there there. So I want to know what. Uh, okay. I like 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 I said. I like to get down to the bottom of it. What type of a crisis will we have if the pension system collapses? I want to know what will happen. What will happen with the police? What will happen with the firefighters? And what will happen with the t- if if it collapses?
10: Well, you know, we don't know how it plays out, and it can be like a, like, a, like a long, long cancer, right? W- will it happen really quickly one day or is it just stretch out forever? Will people just keep leaving? We don't know how it plays out, but you know, we already know that, for example... The Chicago police and fire funds are, are about twenty percent funded. That means they're missing eighty percent of the money they're supposed to have in there. That's broke. That's broken. So uh you know, will it get to the point where somehow City of Chicago has to decide between, you know, paying its active policemen and firemen or paying for its retired ones. And and that's where, you know, and maybe maybe the bond market doesn't want to lend Illinois and Chicago money anymore. That's where that's where it starts to get ugly. And um, yeah. that's when maybe we're forced to make decisions of the type we're
1: talking about. Yeah. Now, Ted, today's September 11th. Where were you? Do you remember where you were that day? And, you know, when you look at what's what's happened in the last couple of months or the month, last month and how the debacle that's going on over there, um, what's your message to the men and women who served in the last 20 years over there in Afghanistan?
10: Well, you know, I I, uh, I was in, in uh, Warsaw, Poland. I was working in Poland. Uh, I had been in Poland for about three years, and um, I was a Citibank. Uh, I was in banking. And um, I remember the day I got a phone call. I was at, eating a late lunch, and, uh, you know, my colleagues, who, you know, were managing a lot of the, the risks for the bank, currencies, trading, were trading portfolios, and um, I got a call, and, you know, the first one had hit, and I was kind of scared, wondered if it was terrorism, but... Uh, you know, as soon as I got the second call, we, we knew that it was terrorism. And uh, being in Poland, uh, you know, I, I got to live in a different country, and I, I was I was sad not to be in my own country. But I tell you, I was in a great country that understood. They understood know, yeah, in Poland what, what other countries who tried to take them over, destroy them, you know, through, uh, through the Russians, the Germans. They they understood exactly what you know how uh, the America was being attacked, and uh, so it was a wonderful place to be because it was so supportive of America. Uh, yeah I remember well and it, it was uh but it was, it was sad not to be in America when it was happening
1: yeah Ted, um... what can people find you uh, you got any events coming up you got I mean you can, how can people help uh, wirepoints
10: well yeah th- thanks for asking that uh, wirepoints.org you can find us on the website wirepoints.org you can find us in social media at wirepoints and uh you know, those of, those of you who are, who are kind to of support uh, we have a donate button right there on our, our website. And we are planning some events, but we're trying to see whether whether the Delta virus is going to let us have a, a successful event or not. Uh, so we'll, we'll uh, let people know once that happens. All
1: right. Chad Dabrowski, president of WirePoints. Thanks so much for joining Black and Right.
10: Thank you, guys. Have a great time out there.
1: All right, thank you, sir. Um, see, we 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 got soldiers out there that's willing to fight, that's willing to help us push back against the tyranny that we find ourselves on. What are your thoughts on that?
5: Man, I love that guy, man. Yeah. I mean, to have somebody like that on the front lines. Yeah.
1: Without people like him, we don't win. because we need policy people. We need yeah. people who, who who really understand the nuts and bolts of what's inside the policies inside a lot of these laws that are passed. What Ted's been doing for ever since I met him since they're has been going in and looking in to see what was what's you know, not what the politicians tell you that's in the bill. What's actually in the bill, right? You know, because you know, you know the Nancy Pelosi's of the world. We are we, we don't sit in it until we pass it. You know, yeah. And that's pretty much every bill. I'll speak to Springfield because as 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 a politician, you don't know what's in the bill. Yeah. You you don't, you know what you know. You know what the the, the young attorney who comes up to you, uh, the analyst comes up to you and oh, says, "What's you in the you bill?" It, you yeah. I'm not, I'm
5: not. Well, uh, my nickname. Oh, the nickname the, the contrarian the oh. Chicago contrarian, I call him the analyst remember, oh, re- oh that's right, that's remember? right. I first I call him the body yeah. snatcher and then I call him yeah. the analyst yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. but you know guys you need those people.
1: we're out here on Lake Michigan yeah, oh, nice. beautiful weather look at it, look at it, look, at look out I love it I mean... I I will be here every year that you throw it. But, Vilan, this is why I fight. I fight so that Illinois, so that Chicago, so that we we can
5: save this. Then look at that beautiful skyline back there. We have... To save this for long. Hey man, listen. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blow your mind. I'm not gonna take you down. I, I, hope, I hope you do. Yeah. I hope you do. I, I left. Uh, no. I'm uh, sorry. I <laughs> Whatever. <you> traitor.
1: <laughs> hey, you listening to the Black and Right? We're on. we out here on Lake Michigan. We got a boat full of people who are eating and being merry, and people who are patriots. Eric, Hoff Daddy, thank you guys so much. You guys are working through this. I love you guys. We'll be right back.
3: right radio he's not the only one today <laughs> so
1: so so here's a question if, if people want to reach out to you to figure out how they can you know they, they have all these tax issues these tax problems mm-hmm. how can they find you um and and, and guys and I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna do this on my own and let them know that black and White right sent you <laughs> <laughs> there you go no but 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 if somebody wanted to reach out to you because i mean because this is tax problems Anytime time you mention IRS people get sweaty.
3: Oh, yeah, they do. They do because they don't know they don't know the rules and the IRS isn't going to teach you the rules. No. They don't have time, you know. Right. So, we're in St. Charles, Illinois. Our website is pjntaxsolutions.com or my cell phone is and I'm, you can reach me 24 wow, hours a day 630-415 Fifty-two ninety-six. You brave with giving out the symbol. Hey, ran, you know if I'm not available, I have uh, operators live 24 hours right, a say day.
1: Your, say your tagline because I think that's a great tagline. Say your tagline one more time.
3: So we just got this thing uh, trademarked with the United States Patent Office, and the tagline is, "Call us when you want the IRS." Off your A.S.S.
5: I love it. PJ
1: Intact. Thanks so much for joining, Breaking Right. Thank you, You're nice. amazing. Hey, Thank thanks you. so much for sponsoring the boat show Not as well. A today. Not a
5: problem.
1: Not a problem. Wait, wait. Where's man on the boat? Come here, man on the boat, Mark Wellingmeyer. We got we're gonna do a quick man on the boat session because I know uh, we we're running out of time. Mark, what, what what's going on, brother? What's your what's the man on the boat report? Well, let me give you. A we're gonna
8: need a bigger boat. Let me tell you real quick. I I went to two events this week, uh, canceled priests, where they're stopping priests from talking about... This one priest, James Altman, said, you can't be a Democrat and vote for Joe Biden... Or you can't be a Catholic and vote for Joe Biden. So he got suspended for being a priest for that. We had 500 people yesterday out to protest this in Lincoln Park. So that's one event I went to. The other one in Winnetka yesterday we planted 3,000 flags for 9-11. Wow. 29 Wow. It was very moving. If you're over at 525 Maple in Winnetka, stop by and see it. It's very moving. They're going to take it down later tonight. It's a one-day tribute, and you should go over and see it.
1: Yeah. What? So, what, uh, any other events coming up? You gonna be you? You gonna be on the on these airways we, uh, next week, right? With Stephanie?
8: Yeah, yeah. Next week, Stephanie Russell is filling in for John yes, Anthony on right. Black and White. It's gonna that's be right. a huge show. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. And I might be doing a report. I might even be in the studio. With oh, you. go ahead. No oh. more. Hey, let's, let's, you, look. He wants to do a live
1: light um, selfie with man on the boat. This is the first inaugural wait. man on the boat. We're going we <laughs> to need a bigger
8: boat. We're going to need a bigger boat. We're going to need a bigger boat. You heard it. Hey, one yeah. more event. James yeah. O'Keefe is going to be, uh, in two weeks, he's going to be at the Heartland Institute out at the Marriott. And uh probably be a 1,000 people there if you want to hear about Project Veritos. Yeah. There's still tickets available.
1: Yeah.
8: All right. Thanks so much,
1: Mark. I want to get my good friend. And the only one that's ever probably, everyone, the one that's only, probably what? We had to go back and get him. You know, I, you know, hey, that's what I do with people who sponsor my show. I do this for people who sponsor my show. We go back and get it. We leave no man behind. Well, at least we weren't. At least I wasn't in Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on, Jim? You enjoyed yourself today? I did.
9: I already have to get down. There's an accident not too far from my office. Took a bypass.
1: Another accident. Traffic was enormous today. So yeah. It took forever. My man. So, nine, I know you wanted to talk about me, but I want to get oh. your. I want to get your take on today, nine eleven.
9: Well, what's the importance of it? Well, remembering those that um, that passed away. Um, my brother actually worked in the building crash from 9/11. Mm-hmm. I worked in the towers, were there. On 9/11, you hear on the radio one of the towers got hit. So I'm looking at the TV, and my sister and I call her up. I says, "Holly, where's John? Oh, he's at a fight. Oh, thank goodness." Now all of a sudden, boom! Here comes here comes the second one. You knew it wasn't an accident. Yeah. And unfortunately, my brother, his business didn't do well after that. His he was in a securities business called uh, convertible bonds, and so he couldn't handle life after that. So he ended up committing suicide oh. about six later. Your brother? About six six, oh. six years later. So my oh. brother was an indirect result of 9/11. So he was. So did they add him to the, the, the number of, of people who died? No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, no, he was. He moved out here. He he was like a dog with his tail between his legs. Part of his problem was his wife. He couldn't control her. So.
1: Well, I mean, there's. Still people who, but, who, who, who died from cancer because exactly, of that, all
9: that they they're still counting towards the yeah. death, the number yeah. of deaths. Well, I don't think my brother did, he was just too far.
4: The north. Oh, um.
1: But
9: you know, I had another some other patients, mine lived here, they were working here downtown at the Sears Tower. And as soon as all this happened, all they emptied all the, all the high rises downtown, yeah. Because normally, like across the street from my office, there's a commuter parking lot for Metro. By one o'clock, that let, all people were coming out of the train, and the, the, the lot was empty by three in the afternoon. Wow, everybody well,
1: yeah. just left. I, we're at the end of the show. Yes, sir. So I, I mean, I called for you earlier, but you weren't. You no, know. downstairs. <laughs> sorry.
9: You uh, got so many people here.
1: I know, right? Yeah. yeah.
9: Getting, way more than last year. We need a bigger boat. We're gonna. <laughs> Jim, thanks so much. Thank for you. Joining. It's always a pleasure. Brian, always a pleasure. <laughs> we're, gonna
1: we're gonna need a bigger boat. Hey, where's our buddy Ricky? <laughs> we're gonna need a bigger boat. He
5: called me once. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey
1: guys, don't forget Mark my words with Mark Vargas tomorrow, seven to nine. He's gonna have a always a good lineup. Brian, what's up, buddy? Matrix Home Solutions, thanks so much for sponsoring this boat show. Uh, Rimke's Garage, where's, where's Miss, Miss, Miss Rimke? Gone, not here. Gary Carr, thanks so much for joining the, the uh, sponsoring this boat show. Hey, I see um, Congressional Candidate Jim Martyr here. Thanks so much for showing up. Um, Eric, th- I know, thank you so much. Hey, guys, we're, we're at the end of the show. Kathleen, thanks so much for joining us. Tell Jeannie, I said thank you. Um, we're, we're at the end of the show, but I want to thank you guys for coming out and, and having a good time with Black and White. Right. Hey. Hey. Yeah, I got you. We're gonna need a bigger boat next year. <laughs> I want to thank Angela and Joe. I don't know where they're at, but. Thank you so much for our Free free Spirit Yacht Cruises for allowing us to do this here. PJ Intact, you just heard him. I can't say what he said, but, you know, (laughs) I don't want to get in trouble. Um, (laughs) Gary Franchi, Next News Network. We got some new and exciting news that we're going to be reporting soon, right? Not yet. We don't want to talk about it yet, but it's coming. Some collaboration between the Next News Network and Black and White Radio. So, um... Villan, troublemaker. Man. You know, I think you got to feel a little riled up there. Now, look, at I, I hope look, so. look at him. <laughs> and I
5: didn't even get around to everything I wanted to say. I think <laughs> you got to jump in there and save him a couple of times. Yeah. Hoff Daddy, I thank do you fight. so much. You know, we had, a lot,
1: we had a lot to fight through, but you and Eric, you guys really did edge in that. Jim Minardi, thank you so much for coming out and um, helping, making sure everybody got on the boat. And to all of the crew. Hey, guys, don't forget to tip the crew. The crew have been amazing today. Don't forget to tip the crew. They have been attentive of, of all of our needs. Um, guys, we're going to be doing this again next year. Black and white, right, boat Cruz, you're listening to John Anthony. See you next week.